got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny. Hello there, folks. This is Mark Chaplin here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. And that is my theme song officially. They are coming to take me away. And uh, it uh, was uh, produced and uh, distributed, I think, in 1965 or 6. I remember being like uh, 9 or 10 on my bike and had a transistor radio. And I used to listen to that with my earplug in. And uh, they used to play it all the time. And uh, it's a relevant song, isn't it? I never thought about it that much when I first used to hear it, like many things. Like... For example, uh, The Twilight Zone. Now, when you're a kid, you think, okay, that's just a show to scare the crap out of you, which it could and did sometimes, that and The Outer Limits, the original Twilight Zone, the original Outer Limits. And again, when people say, that's before my time. Well, listen, you know who George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Jesus, Moses, you know all them, right? They were before your time, but yet you know them. And all the shows that you see now in movies mostly were derivatives and ideas taken from the shows in the 40s and 50s. Prime example, Ghostbusters. That's nothing new. That was a show in the 1950s with Larry Storch and a gorilla and another guy hunting for ghosts. So nothing really. And they've remade The Wizard of Oz. They've remade just about everything. So there's nothing for you to say, That's before my time. If you have cable, if you have YouTube, it's not before your time. You can find out. And you can find out that most shows now are not really... I mean, Star Trek came out in 1965, 66. So, um, you know, we have... <laughs> but anyways, when, when you're a kid, you think, okay, that show's just there to scare you. And, and it was. But the show, like The Twilight Zone, written by Rod Sterling... Who was a little guy that used to smoke like two or three packs a day, died from heart disease. He was a war hero. He was in the Philippines, I believe, or uh, Pacific Theater during World War II. And just a little guy, but a hero. What an imagination. I mean, I think he is, uh, him and Edgar Allan Poe are kind of like the forefathers to uh, guys like Stephen King, who is from Maine, by the way. Bango, Maine. Banger, Maine. And so uh, you always used to think, okay, that show's just there to scare you. But it, if you look at the shows when you were older, you saw that many of them had lessons. Like don't hate, uh, don't judge, don't be greedy, don't be mean, don't be evil. Because good will probably and most likely win out. Prime example, there's a show about two guys who go into the future with gold that they've stolen. They have a time machine, and they go into the future with gold, and they end up in the desert, and they're dragging these giant, great big bags of gold. Well, they both, uh, there's two or three of them, I think, and they, they're dying of thirst, and they start killing each other off and, and grabbing the gold to be greedy. Come to find out in the future, you can make gold with a machine. So they, that was all for naught. Going into the future, dragging gold into the desert, dying of thirst, being greedy didn't get you anywhere. So if you watch the uh, if you watch the Twilight Zones, 
you'll see that they have a lesson. Now, not all shows and movies do that, of course. Like slasher movies, there's no lesson other than don't go to camp with uh, eight or nine other teenagers running around naked and having sex in the camp, or you're going to get chopped, your head chopped off by an eight-foot madman, Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers. So, uh, <laughs> or Freddy Krueger or somebody like that. No real lessons, just slaughter. But uh, many of the shows had lessons, like the Twilight Zone did. And uh, that is our lesson for today here on the Toxic Wiseheads Show. On Renegade Talk Radio, I'm broadcasting from the great northeast, New England, Maine, northern, eastern Maine, up by the Canadian border, by New Brunswick, uh, the Atlantic Ocean which is cold. And speaking of cold, we're still having a cold spring, even though it's officially spring spring, and it's uh, it's been warm, but the nights are still cold, and the tadpoles are out singing their song. I'm going to have to get a recording of them. They, uh, they soothe my nerves, listening to the tadpoles. And they don't sing for that long, so you kind of got to get them while they're hot. If you have a river or a lake or a stream or a pond or some kind of reservoir next to you, you're probably going to have, uh, you're probably going to hear the tadpole sing at night. There's two or three good places around this town where you can hear them. But like I said, they don't sing for long. The days have been okay, very cloudy. Not a very, it was a long, harsh, cruel uh, winter. It really was. It was brutal. Cold wind. Uh, we hardly saw the sun. It started in the middle of October. We started getting snow before Halloween, and uh, it's just kind of leaving now. So it's been a long, long, long cold winter. That's what we. That's our cross to bear up here in Maine, in New England. Now we don't have earthquakes to speak of, at least not yet. We've had some minor ones over the years, like 2.3, 3.3, and not many, because we are on kind of a fault, but nothing like the one on the west coast, the San Andreas Fault. Um, we don't have really hurricanes or tornadoes. I mean, they may come up and brush, but they don't actually, especially northern Maine, we don't have them. And we don't have locusts. We don't have uh, really bad heat. We don't have uh, any typhoons or anything like that. So, you know, everybody, every place has a cross to bear. In the west, you have uh, the mudslides, fires, earthquakes. In the south, you have the hurricanes and the floods and the uh, twisters and so forth. So um, you have something to deal with no matter where you live. For us, it's the long, cold winters. And uh, much as Al Gore can say, global warming, oh, gosh, it's goofy. We don't, uh, and believe me, I don't like politicians and I don't like him, really. I mean, personally... I don't know him, of course, but uh, he's another hypocrite. Kind of guy that shows up to a meeting about, uh, you know, fossil fuels and shows up with a, you know, a $80,000 Hummer. So, um, uh, yeah, we survived and we are now trying to enjoy springtime. Uh, we've been playing basketball indoors in the league uh, for most of the winter. And uh, we st I think we started like in October playing inside. Now we're going to try to start to play outside. That were the days are, we hit 65 today, and that's the warmest day we've had, probably since last uh, September. And so we'll we'll probably start playing 
uh, out at the park. We call it the uh, Mecca or the Grotto. Um, the Garden has several different names, but it's a, a nice park, nice basketball park. There's one main basketball court, a couple tennis courts, and then there's a small court with eight-foot baskets uh, for little kids. That's where I play. No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, uh, we'll be starting to play outdoors, and there's his lighting. Very, they just put new lights up. And for a little small town here, we have good facilities. We have uh, a skating facility, and we have an indoor basketball, uh, two different buildings, and two outdoor basketball courts, one downtown, closer to the town, closer to the main rec. And then we have one up by the park where the, they play softball and baseball, and the carnival comes there. And it's off to the side, and it's, like I say, it's it's lit at night, so we can we can play outdoor outdoors, and uh, it's very nice. It's a it's kind of like my favorite. I mean, I like playing ball wherever I can, and I'm going to try to keep playing for as long as I can. I got a friend, Ken Minks, from Tennessee. You look him up, Google him, K E N M I N K. He's 84, and he's still playing basketball. So he's a couple decades plus older than me, and he's still playing. So. As long as he can do it, I'm going to try to do it. It's good for you. It's good for, uh, you know, your whole body. Your mind, body, soul, your kidneys, your liver, your digestive system. Uh, brings out the endorphins, which helps you with your immune system. There's like a hundred different benefits. Uh, you, you do get sore, but, you know, there's always uh, new pain pills and new pain creams. The pain patches work good. Aspercream makes it with uh, lidocaine, which used to be prescription. And now you can get it in a patch, and those are good. I just rub those on my knees, and uh, they stick, and I wrap them, and they work well. Aspercream paint patches. Uh, there's some other types, too, but they have a smell, an odor, like Bengay, and, uh, which is okay if you're playing, but uh, after you've played, you don't want to smell like uh, Granny Goodwitch. So um, ice and heat, and then I strap on the uh, paint pain patches and then maybe wrap them with uh, uh, a uh, you know a wrap uh, what do they call them you know you know uh, ace bandage and uh, to keep it in place and uh, good to go till the next time and yeah you get just a little sore but uh, I'm gonna have some uh, cortisone shots in both knees soon I get them every spring usually lasts me for about almost a year you're not supposed to get a lot of them but uh, I will be getting some soon to help me continue playing, which uh, helps me continue to keep moving and doing what I do. And again, this is a Toxic Wise S show. Uh, we're going to have movie reviews later on. I did see, I want to talk real quick, I did, I did see the X-Men movie, the latest one, Endgame. And I just got to say, totally confused. I'm not a big fan of all that. I do watch them. I'm old school, Superman, Batman, and Robin, Green Lantern, Green Hornet. But uh, I, of course, do. I, I liked Aquaman. Uh, I like Wonder Woman. I wasn't a big fan of Captain Marvel, whether it was a man or a woman, but it was okay. And Endgame, I, I was kind of totally lost. I don't understand the thing about uh, the rocks or the stones. And it was just odd to me. But I watched it, and... Uh, so later on we'll be talking, uh, doing a movie review and, and talking uh, about a bunch of movies and, and some TV shows. I want to talk about some TV shows. And of course the latest news and what's going on 
and politics, which I don't really like to talk politics because all they do is fight, F-I-G-H-T, fight and argue. This country really been divided for some years. Social media is a blessing, but it's also a curse because it allows people to escalate, spread fake news, false, all kinds of fake stuff on Facebook. They have people dying that are still alive and people that are alive that are dying. And it's, oh my God, what a mess. So, like they say, you can uh, believe half of what you hear, uh, or what is it? Uh, believe nothing of what you hear and half of what you see. I believe that's the term. And so you got to, oh, and by the way, Kim Jong-un, who's been fairly behaving himself, he's kind of back at it again, not shooting off uh, long-range missiles, but shooting off short-range missiles. Yeah, I shoot off uh, short-range missiles, you know, short like me. <laughs> well, you better look out because I'm still a little bit crazy in the head, motherfuckers. Oh, well, you know, Kim Jong, he's, uh, he's a determined little bastard, so you got to watch out for him. We'll have to keep an eye on him. And Donald Trump says he can still control him. I can control that little bastard. Oh, no, you can't. So we'll, we'll talk more about that uh, later on in the show. But I want to thank you for tuning in here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Player for Talk Radio from Las Vegas, the best place in the world for talk radio. You can get us uh, uh, through the Internet, on your phone, computer, Bluetooth, uh, whatever means. If you have... Uh, access to the internet, you can get us on your, like I said, on the phone, in your car, on your computer, blue tooth, green tooth, black tooth, whatever tooth you have. Syria, well, not Syria, what is it called? Syria. Syria. Yeah. Syria. So you can get us on anything if you have access to the internet. Well, in sports, the Bruins have a 2-0 lead over the Hurricanes. Uh, they look like they're down, and then, then they jump up and bite ya. Unlike the Celtics, who look like they're uh, up and crap their pants. They're done. Uh, Red Sox are starting to put some, uh, they're like three games out of first place. So they're starting to put some wins together. I mean, they got the talent. As the old saying grows, the uh, cream rises to the top. It's supposed to. Um, Golden State, they're missing Kevin Durant, and they still win. Does that even seem fair? They lose Boogie Cousins, an all-star, Kevin Durant, and Houston craps their pants and can't even beat them at home. I mean, come on. Portland upsets Denver. Denver's got to be on suicide watch. I mean, <laughs> what, the third best record in the NBA, the best home record in the NBA, lost at home in the seventh game to Portland. I don't know. Head scratcher. Uh, summer is almost here, but I got some news for you. We, we're in the middle of May, and we're looking at snow. Well, you know, not a snowstorm like uh, we usually have in December, January, February, but we're going to get some wet snow. It's been in the 30s at night. We've had a few nice days. Uh, what would you call it, like desert weather, where it's, uh, you know, 70 during the day, 80, and then in the 30s at night. But we may get some uh, we may get some snow tonight. It's been um, it's been uh, weird. Not a very good spring. It was a harsh, harsh winter, 
and not a very good spring so far. So uh, we'll have to see what happens. Movie reviews, uh, I watched the end game, and I gotta say, I didn't have any idea what was going on. Game of Thrones is winding down. I mean, I like all those superhero movies, but like I've uh, you know, talked about before, I'm old school. I'm old school. Uh, you know, to me, <laughs> to me, Superman was George Reeves, Batman and Robin, the old color one was, uh, you know, Adam West. So, movie reviews, um, watched uh, Hotel Mumbai, which was about terrorists breaking into the Taj Mahal. And that was really good movie. Really good movie. Long shot, uh, I give that a, a B plus. Hotel Mumbai. So if you get a chance to see it, see it. Long shot with um, uh, funny face there. His movies either are really funny or they suck. Seth Rogen. That was I give that you know it was kind of funny. It was odd, but it was funny. I give it a B minus. Uh, movie Brightburn, uh, which I didn't think was going to be that good, but it's a little different, not altogether different, but it's different. And uh, I liked it. I give it a B minus. The Hustle, the new comedy, the remake of a remake. Um, I laughed maybe four times in 90 minutes. Has that big uh, British lady, I don't know her name, the blonde one. She's quite... Uh, chunky, I would say. I'm chunky too, so I can say that. And um, I can't even understand what she's saying most of the time. Hiya, hi. Oh, mate, how are you doing, mate? What? What? Yes, I'm here. She mumbles, and she mumbles, and I can't understand what she says half the time. Uh, she, in my book, is uh, well. She's not very funny. I don't think. Um, Lisa Lampanelli, she's funny. Amy Schumer's okay. This lady is not funny. The movie was kind of meticulously boring most of the time. He had a hard time following what was going on. Not many funny spots for a comedy, and it got uh, pretty low bad reviews. I give it a C minus. Yeah, not very good. Um. I've been watching some odd movies here on YouTube and some of the other networks and that are available, pay-per-views, and, and even some of my old DVDs. And, uh, you know, there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of good movies out there that maybe you haven't heard about or knew about. I watched one called The Way Home, uh, and it's a true story, and I give it a, an A, because you know me, I love history. It was about uh, two Korean soldiers that were conscripted into the Japanese army during World War II. And they were fighting the Russians. And they got captured by the Russians, sent to a gulag. The Russians recruited them to fight the Germans. The Germans captured them and had them fight in the German army. What a, uh, you know, they always say truth is stranger than fiction. And by gosh, in this case, it certainly was. Uh, you'll have to see it. Um, and that's our quick uh, movie review. We're having troubles with Iran and uh, dealings with China as far as business, the tariffs. It looks like that could get nasty. Iran better be careful because we beat them in about 25 to 30 minutes. 
uh, talking about sending 150,000 troops and all kinds of aircraft carriers, destroyers. Uh, if I'm Iran, I'd be really, really careful, especially with uh, President Trump, because I think he, unlike other politicians, when he says something, he's really, really going to try to do it. I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. You better watch out, Iran. And they better. Kim Jong, kind of on the back table a little bit right now. I've been behaving myself a little bit, shooting off a couple rockets here and there, you know, 4th of July stuff. But, uh, you know, like big sparklers. <laughs> but I've been, uh, I ain't been too bad right now, uh, but uh, you never know with me. I'm a little psychotic. Yeah, that's right, he is. Better watch out too, Kim Jong. I'll kick your little fat ass. Well, we don't want to start a fight here, right here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. And that's what you're listening to here on Renegade Talk Radio, the best place in the whole world for talk radio, music, anything you want to hear, we got it right here. You know, the new wave is certainly internet radio. Because uh, pretty soon, uh, internet will be pretty much standard. It's already in your phone, it's at your home, Wi-Fi, but it's everywhere. But pretty soon, it'll be pretty much standard, even in your vehicle. Uh, which many vehicles can come with it, and I'm sure they'll be installing in computers right in the car, so you can Google, watch shows, uh, not while you're driving, hopefully, but you know what I'm talking about. And you may still have AM and FM radio, but lots of times it'll be on the Internet, which many of them already are. That's how I listen to some of the stations that I like that, aren't, uh, that I can't get on my AM and FM radios, either in the house or my vehicle, so I would be watching them, or listening to them, I should say, um, vis-a-vis the internet. And that's kind of, that's that's definitely the wave, it's coming. AM and FM stations probably won't exist the way you know them. Now radios will be internet uh, receptors, and uh, you know, you can already on your laptop get pretty much anything you want and hook them up to s- stereo speakers like I do. So, I mean, I still have AM and FM in my vehicle with a CD player and cassette player and all that. And uh, like I said, uh, most people can get whatever they want on their phones and listen to their earbuds. So, the wave is coming. I mean, it's. Uh, I remember back in the 90s when I first heard about the Internet and... Uh, the web, the World Wide Web, I was like, what the hell is that? And I said, I'm not going to get involved with that. Sounds like nerdy, weird stuff. I, I like the old school, just getting cable and, you know, telephone and maybe a cell phone, sure. But uh, Internet, what the hell is that? And now I pretty much, I, I mean, I really, I'll admit, I enjoy the computer. I enjoy Facebook. I enjoy being in touch with my friends, business partners, other comedians. And... Uh, just finding out what's going on and getting on YouTube, watching my movies, uh, getting my information, and of course doing my show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Hello. They're talking about trying to impeach our president, Donald J. Trump. Uh oh. It's not going to happen. Don't worry, folks. They're not going to get rid of me. Well, you know. I think what they realize, and listen, I'm an independent, independent voter, more of a libertarian. Too much government, but we need some. That's my view. 
I don't like politicians. I think most of them are just greedy, selfish lawyers who became greedy, selfish politicians. They lie. Every word comes out of their mouth is a lie. And they make promises they never intend on keeping, most of them, about 90%. So a few politicians I've liked over the year, but not many. But um, I think what they realize, the Democrats, is uh, if you look at their pool of candidates, and there's about 20 or 30 of them, um, Pocahontas, Joe Biden, uh, a bunch of others, uh, Bernie, Comrade Bernie Sanders. Why, why, why wouldn't you vote for me? Um, it's uh, it's getting crowded, and I think what they realize is they the odds are good, but the goods are odd. Something like that. They they're not going to beat him. I think what they realize is with the candidates that they have, they don't have any strong candidates, the Democrats. I don't think so. Maybe some of the Democrats do, but I don't think so. They don't have anybody. Joe Biden is boring. Uh, uh, Bernie's a communist. Uh, if Bernie was in charge, within a year, we'd have to sell our country to China because we'd be absolutely broke. I worry what our enemies might come marching through the door with Bernie's in charge. Probably means well. Seems like a nice guy. But uh, Pocahontas, she doesn't have a chance. So I think what they realize is they're not going to beat him. So what they've got to do is get him ousted. Then they'd have a chance. And even then, I, I like Marco Rubio. I think if something did happen, the, Demo the Republicans still have better candidates than, um, than the Democrats do. They just do. I like Marco Rubio, like I said, from Florida. He's smart. He's uh, well-informed. He's been on several committees. His politicians go, oh, I, I kind of like him. I think he would make a good president. And uh, so I think that's what's happening, but we'll have to see. Uh, on the other end, Iran is causing trouble, so we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, could there be war? I don't know. It would be awful, wouldn't it? Then we have Kim Jong-un on the loose. Don't forget about me, folks. Rocket man. Alton John sing my song very nice. And then you have, uh, so we have a couple things going on. And it's kind of scary. But I want to get back to something good. Uh, I saw a movie the other day. It's called uh, Romulus and Remulus. And they've made a movie about this before, I think, in the 70s. Of course, it's nothing like this. This is the founding of Rome, the two brothers. Romulus and Remulus, and uh, how they founded Rome, the beginning, from their childhood till uh, all they went through, being captured, being uh, made to fight, enslaved. So it's a, it was a really good movie. So if you have a chance to see it, see it. It's, it is captioned. I think they, they're speaking in Aramaic or Latin, and um, but it is captioned. And it's really good. Lots of action. And they did make a movie about that before. I, I remember seeing it. But if you have the chance to see it, Romulus and Remulus, the founding of Rome. I saw, I saw John Wick 3. And I have to ask this. Now, at the end, and I don't want to give it away, but there were several times he was beat to a pulp, shot ten times, fell off a five-story roof and got up and walked away. Now, is he John Wick or Clark Kent? I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> I liked it though. I would still uh, Romulus and Remulus gets an A. A really, I think you'll enjoy it if you love history, especially. 
Uh, John Wick gets a B minus, C plus, because it's the same old, same old. A uh, hundred kung fu fights. Ooh, ah, each. I mean, it's kind of, huh, kind of half mindless, but I still, it's okay. You know, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty good movie. And again, um, the movie uh, *Brightburn*, about uh, an alien visiting Earth in an unusual situation. I give that a B minus. It was a pretty good movie. So. That's a quick movie review. We I do kind of movies on here as I see them and want to talk about them. So that's uh, kind of what's going on right now. Trade war with China, tariffs, taxes, what could happen there? We'll have to see. Sports. Uh, the uh, Golden State Warriors are pretty much plowing through the Portland Trailblazers. I thought it would be a much better series. It's 3-0 as I speak, <clears throat> and the Trailblazers can't even beat them at home, and Golden State has is missing the best player in the world, in my opinion, Kevin Durant. <clears throat> can't even beat him, not even at home. The Trailblazers, they're really, I mean, first of all, I think Denver was a better team, but they just shit their pants. <clears throat> Denver should have won. I think Denver Nuggets would have given Golden State much better games, but uh, Denver decided to crap their pants at home on game seven and lost after blowing, I think, a 17 or 18 point lead. So, you know, huh. but anyways, in the East, uh, Toronto and uh, Milwaukee are 2-1. Those have been pretty good games, and I give uh, Milwaukee a really good chance of giving Golden State a good, a good series. Probably not going to beat them. Unless Kevin Durant stays out, but you know they've they've been undefeated without Kevin Durant. Houston crapped their pants, and now Portland's starting to sniff something in its crap in their pants. So uh, you know, my Celtics are out of it, so I'm kind of watching it with just un. Well, I'm interested. Bruins are going to the Stanley Cup. Uh, they'll be facing San Jose probably, I think, uh, or St. Louis, but. Uh, they're getting a good rest. They swept uh, the Hurricanes. And I'm, I never played hockey, but I do watch it, especially playoff hockey. is fun to watch. The Bruins, Tuka Rask is an unreal goalie. I mean, a fart can't get by that guy. He'll catch it and knock it out. He uh, He's had his ups and downs, but right now he's in the zone, and nothing's getting by him, and the Bruins are scoring. So they're looking good. They're going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Either way, they're waiting for their opponent. Red Sox are kind of up and down, but they've been winning. They have a winning record. The Yankees are banged up. We'll have to see. They're, they seem to lose a player every week, you know, so we'll have to see. Houston's number one team, and uh, they did beat Houston, uh, ruining their 10-game winning streak, but we'll have to see about that, too, because uh, baseball's a long season. Patriots have picked up some players and kept some players and had a pretty good draft, I think. And they always find a magical way to uh, to put it all together but, uh, by the time the season comes around. Maybe not that great in the beginning month, but they always come around around Christmas time, Thanksgiving. So, and uh, that's about it. Uh, in the draft, the uh, unexpected draft, the New Orleans Pelicans will have the number one pack pick. They're expected to pick uh, Zion Williamson from Duke, <coughs> number one player. 
And uh, he didn't look too happy, folks. He did not look too happy. I think he wanted to go to New York or, you know, L.A. Uh, he wanted to go to a, a premier team. Uh, I don't think uh, he was expecting New Orleans. They had like a 4% chance. The Lakers, I think, got the fourth pick, and the Celtics will have the 11th pick, and I think the 18th or 19th pick, something like that. They've got some good picks, but it's not a deep draft. It goes maybe several deep, but the I think the, Cel the Celtics are going to pick a guard from someplace. I don't know. Uh, but the Celtics got a lot of work to do, folks. They just do. The chemistry was awful. They're going to have to. Br if you bring that same bunch back, you're going to end up with the same results, uh, which were not good. The chemistry is not there. They're going to have to get rid of a couple guys, do some trades. I, the Anthony Davis thing, I don't know. Do you take a chance and, and give all that up for a guy who might play one year or might play a year and get hurt? I think it's a big, uh, big gamble. I like to keep the guys you got, maybe add. Somebody, I don't know who, free agencies, these guys want to go to, like, the Lakers or the Clippers. Uh, supposedly Kyrie and KD are going to team up in New York. And that should be interesting because both these guys hate the press. They absolutely hate the press. They hate the sports writers. And the New York is the number one place in the world for sports and uh, sports writing and blogs and uh, they are if they think they've if, especially if they go to New York and win it'll be roses but you start losing games or get hurt or not playing well and they will roast you like a hot dog on the 4th of July folks uh, so I'm not really convinced that uh, either one of those guys, although they say it's a done deal, most of the experts do, KD and Kyrie to New York. As far as I'm concerned, the Knicks can have Kyrie. He sucked. He shit his pants in the, in the playoffs, ruined the team. The team, I think, played better without him. It was proven they had a winning record. I know it's all speculative, but still... When the Celtics were moving the ball, they played much better. When he's got it, it sticks to his hands sticks to his hand like it did with Kobe, although Kobe was surrounded by really good players, so it didn't hurt that much, but this is an up-and-coming team, a young team, and the ball's taking no hand. You have a tendency to sit or stand around and watch guys that hog the ball, hog the ball. You just stand there. You don't move. You don't cut. There's no sense in it. He's going to force up a shot or try to get a shot, a layup, and if he can, he'll kick it out and to new, you know, so, anyways, they can't come back with that same team. They've got to do something different. We'll have to see what they do uh, this summer, the Boston Celtics. Well, I'm starting to notice it again, folks, and I've talked about it before. Um, I'm noticing that there's a lot of cigarette smoking going on in the movies. Not every movie. And not, not movies really made for kids like superhero movies and Disney and so forth. But like mid-level mid movies, I, I see a lot of smoking going on. And I'm wondering, is it the tobacco companies paying? Like I watched one with Alex Baldwin, who I think is a big time democratic libtard hypocrite. And believe me, there's a lot on both sides. I'm not a politi political person, folks only that I don't like politicians. Necessary evil, like having the runs after food poisoning to get it out of your system. 
But I've noticed a lot of smoke, and I watched a movie called uh, Gloria Bell with uh, that red-headed girl. And she's a uh, A-minus a star, I guess you'd say. Uh, uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Marianne Hanner. No, what the heck's her name? I'll think of it, because I'm going to do movie reviews anyway. She was in it. Gloria Bell's a pretty good movie. What a middle-aged lady, 58. Uh, who is uh, single again and looking for love in all the wrong places, kind of, and getting frustrated, as we all do and are. But she smokes. The movie with Alex Baldwin, they smoked. So I'm just wondering, something fishy going on. And also, I, ha I have to reiterate my comments and thoughts about celebrity commercials. Do the celebrity commercials really make people want to buy? Like... My mom, she doesn't even know who Shaq is. I mean, she knows who he is and stuff, but she doesn't know Chris Paul and all these State Farm commercials and so forth. So they make no difference to her, uh, only sports-minded people, I guess. And what I was told when I was in Hollywood is you try to make everything what's called commercial. It's not a, a play on words because it's commercials, but you try to make everything appeal to everybody as much as you can. Obviously, you can't always do that, like Stephen King appeals to horror movies, Disney appeals to kids. But you try to make movies where you can sell the most tickets to everybody. But you try to make it entertaining at the same time. But I'm just noticing that uh, there's a lot of smoking going on. And uh, I just wonder, somebody did the Inside Edition or something, did an investigation to find out product placement. No particular brands. They don't really always show the brands, but they are a lot, a lot of smoking going on. And again, with the commercials with the celebrities, I, I think they did a study on that. And the only one they could ever prove that it really worked for was when Michael Jordan uh, endorsed products, especially his own sneakers. And so I don't know. It makes the cost go up, and I don't really believe that these celebrities use these products. Do you think, like LeBron James does Kia commercials, and Kia's probably a fine car, I've never had one, but I've seen him around, and I don't believe that he puts his family into a Kia. I think he puts them in a Cadillac Escalade, I think that's what he does, or a Hummer or something. Something giant and safe, and about 80 or 90 grand at the very least, from a guy that makes 90-something million dollars a year. But, uh, We'll talk more about that in later shows, and uh, I'm do some more research on that. But uh, like I said, um, <laughs> and with Shaq, you can't even understand what he's saying. He goes, bon, go bon. And Barkley commented, he goes, I know you don't use go bon because your feet are terrible. So, you know, <laughs> I've seen your feet, and they are not pretty, uh, Barkley said. And they're terrible. You're terrible. And um, so... I don't think I don't think Shaq liked that because he uh, you know he pushes gold bond and insurance companies and God I don't know several other different things. So that's uh, that's our take on that. Uh, tensions still rising. Uh, Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump, President Donald J. Trump has sent uh, warships, Abraham Lincoln carrier and other warships to the Persian Gulf area. Yes, right. I'm not missing around, Iran. You're going to be Iran. But uh, we'll have to see what happens. Uh, can't go to war with everybody, not North Korea and Iran. Well, I suppose we could. Might as well knock them out now, I guess. Is that the thinking on it? As later, when they get uh, nuclear missiles, that they can actually make work. 
and Israel has to be worried because besides us, Iran hates Israel and the United States. So, but again, uh, something we'll have to look at and hopefully they can come to some kind of understanding. I'd be more scared of actually North Korea because he has a tendency to fire off rockets that just go everywhere. It's like the little 10-year-old kid that gets, uh, you know, uh, 4th of July fireworks and just sets them all off in his backyard. <laughs> I did that myself, so I can't talk. And uh, I'm not uh, Kim Jong-un. That's right, you're not, so don't talk about it. So anyways, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio, your best place for talk radio of all different kinds. We talk about everything from sex, rock and roll, politics, love, hate, comedy, and of course play music too. Good old-fashioned rock and roll, different types of music. So the new wave, folks, is internet radio. It's pretty much, uh, you know, people have it on their phones, people have it in their cars, it comes, you know, instead of AM and FM, oh, you'll probably have AM and FM, but now you'll have, like, you know, you'll have Wi-Fi right in your car. You'll have, like, a, you know, uh, an iPod or iPad or right on the dash. A lot of cars already have it, and you're going to be able to get it. So um, we'll have to see uh, what happens. Uh, very interesting. Red Sox are up and down. The Bruins will be playing uh, the St. Louis Blues. Ironically, they haven't played since 1970, and the Bruins beat them. That was when they had Bobby Orr. Yeah, Bobby Orr. He still looks pretty good. So that should be a good, interesting series. That'll be starting soon, and we'll have you uh, score updates on that. So the Bruins are in the, uh, the uh, Stanley Cup. And they'll be playing the St. Louis Blues. The Blues, the St. Louis Blues have really pretty uniforms. Somebody was commenting on that today. But anyway, that's the end of our show. I want to thank you for listening here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. And thank you for listening. Hey, usually I end my show with the coming to take me away. But I'm going to be a little hip today. And I'm going to go with uh, Patrick Hernandez, Born to be Alive. We'll see you on the next show, folks. Thanks a lot for tuning in.